Okay, Jordan. I don't think I'd be worried about it, except I, I keep forgetting that I have five videos to do tonight because I told them that I'd do that. Oh gosh, you have five videos tonight. They take about 30 minutes apiece. Oh, hey, welcome to Kings of the Hill, Season 2, Episode 4. This is Jesse. This is Jordan. And uh, it's Halloween. Yeah, this is a... I mean, we gotta make a big deal out of this episode. I think uh, it's a pretty universally acclaimed episode. Um, On a lot of top 10 King of the Hill lists, you'll see Halloween. And I think you'll see why if you watch it. Yeah, I, uh, it's actually the first time I've ever seen this episode. Mm-hmm. I've completely missed it somehow in yeah. my sporadic King of the Hill watching. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it uh, it's good. It hits a a lot of different notes and hits them well. Yeah, I mean, it kind of there's some things that they they don't get quite exactly right, but I mean, it's a cartoon. So. Well, yeah, yeah. So it's but they they did strike that kind of like Southern Halloween culture <laughs> pretty well. I guess as my Texas bona fides, I did go to at least one Hallelujah house. Not a, <laughs> uh, it wasn't called a Hallelujah house, and it wasn't anywhere as creepy or manipulative <laughs> as that. Uh, it was. It, it we called them Harvest Festivals, or I think they have Trunk or Treat, and they also yeah. have a what? What is it? Oh, there's another name. Something with the Holy Spirit. <laughs> what? Uh, weenie roast uh <laughs> the holy spirit weenie roast yeah i don't remember <laughs> it was there's a whole bunch of different names for him yeah yeah but yeah so i i have been to to those before and it's mostly just like candy and uh it's more harvest themed than than it is uh, brainwashing yeah brainwashing that's a good way to describe it. <laughs> yeah but you know what now that i think about it the fact that they were doing a harvest theme seems more pagan Right, actually doing a Halloween, <laughs> which derived out of Christian tradition, which we'll get in there in a little bit. Right. Uh, so my New England bona fides is that I've never been to a, a Hallelujah house or anything like this. I know uh, there was one friend of ours in college who went to a, a fairly holy roller fundamentalist church, um, and his church did them every year. Uh, but no, I've never been to one of these things. Mm. And asked my wife, who grew up in Ohio, which is, you know almost a little more southern than upstate new york is she's like yeah they were around but i never really went to one yeah <laughs> so i mean like our, our church put one on and I think oh, that's yeah. why i went but it was after we went trick-or-treating <laughs> right yeah so it wasn't this clear dichotomy that we get in the episode no yeah it was i mean like i'm sure there were, we definitely had some like homeschool kids who would like only do that but right um, right oh yeah no i uh I actually youth pastored for a very short time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think I knew this. Yeah, it was at a really small church in Massachusetts. And uh, as my wife and I were discussing the episode we talked about, she's like, well, people don't like boycott you know, Halloween like this back north. I'm like, are you forgetting the families <laughs> from Shrewsbury Baptist? She's like, oh, yeah, those families. <laughs> there was a very small, again, homeschooled contingent. That- Did they make their own clothes? Was it like that? Uh, no, but they were like one step away from that. <laughs> they they were horrified when they learned that Danielle and I, not that we were living together, but that we were in college and that we lived in the same building on campus. Oh, wow. That was like scandal. I got like called into the office and had to explain this whole thing to the senior pastor and stuff. And uh, yeah, just because we lived in the same building, we That's might crazy. as well have been... <laughs> 
<laughs> living together. Cold open this time, we see like the timestamp at the bottom. We see Dale lying there, and someone's like doing a chalk yep. outline of him, and it looks like a crime procedural. But then we see that they're doing an outline for the Halloween haunted house at yep. the school, yep, which at Bobby's school. Above his school, which Hank is the quote unquote general contractor, which I'm pretty sure is the title he gave himself. Right. Although I love the fact that Dale still has a cigarette in his mouth. Yeah. I don't know. Looks like he died with his tongue sticking out. Let me try again. I can look deader. And oh, and while they're working on it, Peggy calls him in for dinner and says that she's putting the cheese powder into the bin so dinner's almost ready. <laughs> which means that she's making hamburger helper. Or mac and cheese. Or mac and cheese. Yeah. Yeah. But hamburger helper is something that de- Peggy would definitely make. Oh, yeah. But she'd probably call it, like, ham Peggy helper. <laughs> I want Bobby to have the perfect Halloween. The kind I had when I was a boy. So we get Hank having a flashback reminiscing about his Halloween. Yeah. Uh, as a kid, which... The music struck me as sort of Charlie Brownish. Oh, it's definitely, like, a, a yeah. callback to Charlie Brown and the great pumpkin yeah yeah except they're out causing trouble as well yeah not just trick-or-treating but they're only causing trouble at their own houses like they're right. knocking over the <laughs> mailboxes of their own houses and they're going egging their friends houses and i love how the kids get like gigantic candy bars like they get the the yeah it's all full size yeah well no it's not full. like the hershey's bar that they get it's like the uh the one that you give somebody for like a graduation present along with their card oh yeah, yeah it's yeah. like the it's like the four by six <laughs> candy bar and they're like they're miffed that they only get one of them want to come with us megalomart is running a halloween special if you buy two rubber masks they will punch out the nostril holes for free oh sorry i gotta go to my youth fellowship meeting we're going to deliver a hot meal to old people and then blow on it later in the bathroom we see luann getting ready to go to her youth fellowship meeting which i guess is the first that's the first instance that we've had of of luann Going to church. Going to church or being involved in like any sort of youth program, right? Right. Yeah. Which I, we do get this later. I think they're probably this might be in it seems like they would have said like maybe her friend invited her or something. It's kind of interesting that like this is the first maybe they just like go every Sunday and she got they like had like a youth fellowship meeting. I don't know. Yeah, it's sort of odd that she's going to a youth fellowship meeting when she's already out of high school though. But we do see later on there's she's her involvement in this stuff cuz she does this thing called Manger Babies. Have oh yeah, yeah. episodes. Yeah. Yep. So uh may, this is kind of the start of that thread yeah. or that story plot line. But that that will come back. That will come back later. Yeah. Maybe I can be a Dalmatian. Halloween costumes are supposed to be scary. How's a Dalmatian scary? They can bite you. Mm-hmm. And nine times out of ten, they go right for the groin. We see the hills in the in the Halloween aisle, and they're trying to pick out a costume for Bobby, and he really wants to be a Dalmatian. <laughs> well, and Hank's really upset that there are no scary costumes. Yeah. It's all Elmo and something else and Jenny McCarthy. <laughs> Jenny McCarthy. <laughs> <laughs> well, she is pretty terrifying. <laughs> Which is such a mid-90s reference. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's popular now, mostly for being crazy and well, yeah. her, but right, Which is pretty scary. I mean, like, don't cough on me. I guess if I have my vaccine, so I don't have to worry about it, right? Right. You're good. I'd like to introduce our guest speaker. She's a new member of our church who has made herself known in a very short time through a series of gutsy letters, complaints, and threats. Miss Junie Harper. And so we cut to the youth meeting 
where you see the the young kind of youth pastor guy. Which he's a little more dressed up than probably a youth pastor would have actually been. Like, I think he's wearing like a collared shirt. And most youth pastors are like, have a goatee and wear t-shirts. Well, was it that way in the 90s though? Yeah. In Texas? We went to like a non-denominational church that had like a rock band. So you went it, to a dirty hippie church. I did. Th- this youth pastor guy, I don't think he really likes Junie Harper. I think he's he's been threatened and, and coerced oh, yeah. into her showing up. Yeah, it seems like he's definitely been forced into this. Yeah. Why don't we just start things off with a little quiz? I hope it's open Bible. Who can tell me what this is? It's a witch. Very good. And what's your name? Luann Flatter. Luann, you answered that so fast. Do you know any witches yourself? Witches aren't real. Oh, yes, they are. Well, they even have their own holiday. It actually kind of reminded me of... Uh, so I went to a private school in elementary school. Mm-hmm. And this was uh, 98, I think. So this was like a couple years into the Pokemon craze, which we're at the 20th anniversary now. This was a couple years into the Pokemon craze. And we were like, you know, we would bring our Game Boys to school and we'd play like during dismissal and all this stuff and like talk about it and have cards. Yeah. And uh, the the chaplain went around to every classroom and gave a presentation on why Pokemon <laughs> was like evil and and I think his main argument was because of evolution, because the the Pokemon evolve. Oh, dude, I know nothing. About well, okay, Pokemon. so I mean, it's not technically evolution because it's like an immediate, it's like a transformation. But it, okay. it's called like the word that they use, evolution, which is probably just like a, a weird Japanese translation thing. Right, right. But I think that, and then also like in the beginning of the game, your character leaves home to go on an adventure, and so it's like leaving your parents, or I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember. I just kind of like remember even as a fourth grader being like, this is bull crap. Like, <laughs> I, this is dumb. And so I like, I kept bringing the stuff to school and then a couple kids told on me and I had to take my Pikachu card out of my binder. <laughs> and I think even the teacher, like when, when I got told on the teacher's like, okay, you have to take it out of the binder. Like, I think she yeah. was kind of rolling her eyes. At yeah. The same she time. just had to follow the rules. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they really had any uh, theologically sound uh, reasons as to why you can't play. <laughs> pokemon but yeah it's like the same thing as like leading questions and like taking things out of context and that kind of stuff and her i think what i wrote down is junie harper is crazy (laughs) uh well it's yeah and it's a lot like you know we talked about in the last episode with peggy and the professor you know she's very much you know she hones in on luann yeah and just starts playing into this need for luann to feel smart and accepted right you know she i mean it's almost like the uh she's almost like a cult leader or something oh totally yeah and so she she really flatters luann and manipulates her her insecurities yeah into seeing that there's this holiday that's run by demons and satanists and it was invented by the druish (laughs) well we still need a costume for bobby but at least we got our treats eat wells sugar-free low-fat fun bars peggy that stuff isn't for trick-or-treaters it's for diabetics. Well, I'm not going to gain 10 pounds like I did last year. So we cut to Hank being really upset by uh, all of the healthy snacks that Peggy has bought. And I really enjoyed you know, Peggy's little speech about how they don't need all this unhealthy stuff, which leads to Bobby just busting out with, So don't eat it! Just leave it there! No one said you could touch my candy anyway! Well, yeah, then we cut back to the church, and Luann's getting the one-on-one indoctrination. Mm-hmm. 
The ancient druids celebrated Halloween by eating babies by the light of their jack-o'-lanterns. And then they danced. <gasps> and then dancing. <laughs> Which, yeah, that was, that was the kicker. Yeah, was that's the as dancing. bad as eating the babies in her mind. Okay, so the whole no dancing thing. Was that Baptist that was like anti-dancing? That's Southern Baptist. Southern Baptist. That, that's y'all. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I ever attended an officially Southern Baptist church. I don't think any church wants to be known as Southern Baptist. I <laughs> right. think I think that's just like that's like a uh, a keyword for people to be like, oh, so they're crazy, <laughs> like, right? Which we're not. See, I want. I don't know how much of this episode I want to. I want to devote to. I I want to. Like, there's a part of me that wants to like clear up any. <laughs> Like, no, seriously. Yeah, I want to turn this into, no, nothing, Junie Harper <laughs> is a heretic. Well, I don't think you have to worry about many of our uh, listeners giving too much credence. Right. Well, I also don't want to, I don't want to, people assume that this is what Southern Baptist, uh, right, right. all Southern Baptists believe, or even anybody that steps foot inside a church. I can't get Peggy, I have terrible news. Halloween is a satanic holiday. It was invented by the Druish. Next, we jump into Luann arguing with the family and being really upset uh, that they're even celebrating Halloween. Uh, it's created by the Druish. Which I wonder if Junie Harper even like corrected her on that. Yeah, probably not. She was just like, yes. Close enough. Yeah. So Hank tells her, I don't want to hear your foolishness. Yeah. Uh, he has a normal reaction. Yeah. <laughs> if maybe not the most measured. <laughs> right. You know, which then sends Luann... Uh, running off to Junie's house, where where she pulls a little mind jujitsu on. Uh, First of all, in the eyes of the Lord, you're a genius. The devil likes to fool you into thinking you're stupid because it makes it easier for him to trick you. But if you think you're smart, you can resist him. Do you see what I'm saying? I'm not sure. Satan, be gone! Now you see. Yes. She's exercising the Halloween demon from Lucan. Yes. Uh, and then they start setting up the Hallelujah House. Wait, so what is your impression of like Hallelujah Houses or uh, uh, harvest harvest celebrations? Or I mean, the one the, the one that I've had described to me is kind of a lot like the one at Junie Harper's house. Really, where it's like you know people have sex and they die, and people drink and they die, and you know, <laughs> sort of no matter what you do, you die and you burn in hell <laughs> unless you accept Jesus, and that's the end. Really? So this is, yeah. So this the ones, someone the ones I've had des- this to you. Yeah, the oh, ones huh. that I've had described to me are sort of like this. Episode. Wow, that's crazy. I mean, like, so and that was you know uh, a church a friend of mine was involved in in Massachusetts. Wow. Yeah, because I mean, like, I, I mean, the the like several of the churches I've been to, and like whenever I was in elementary school and the private school, like they're pretty conservative. Yeah, but like essentially the like harvest festivals were just like any sort of like regular party or it was just like an alternative type thing. It yeah. wasn't like any sort of, I don't think there was any sort of teaching or anything like that going on. It was just like, Oh, take a picture in the hay bales or <laughs> get some candy from the scarecrow. Like it was yeah, yeah. like that kind of stuff. And so, Oh, and you could, Oh, and they would let you dress up. Oh, so okay. you could dress up as like superheroes, but no monsters or like anything like, quote-unquote scary yeah no demons or anything yeah but it was (laughs) nothing nothing even close to what they showed in this episode let's get the rise and run of this trough right i don't want my blood rushing to my severed head and so we cut to the school 
where they're they're working on the where Hank's working on the the blood gutter for his guillotine. <laughs> yeah, that's when Junie Harper walks in and decides to shut down the haunted house because it violates the uh, church and state laws. Which right. I'm pretty sure this is the only time that she would ever actually apply this rule. Yo, totally. Yeah. Hank, you know Mrs. Junie Harper. She has some concerns. Apparently, some people consider Halloween a religious holiday. So. So, our Constitution guarantees a separation of church and state? Ms. Harper has a point. And an attorney. So she shows up with an attorney. <laughs> well, she shows up with a threat of an attorney. Threat of an attorney. Well, no, uh, the principal says that he has an, that she has an attorney. Right. No, but she doesn't have an attorney. Right, not with, with her. her. Right. She has one. And the, the uh, school board has spent all their uh, money protecting wheelchair ramps. <laughs> and left-handed scissors. <laughs> <laughs> which sounds so, <coughs> oh, so terrible you know i think one of the uh probably the most underrated side characters on king of the hill is principal moss like <laughs> some of those principal moss lines are yeah. just, just kind of like sum up the whole old boy texas school system yeah thing right the... but yeah he's sort of like the youth pastor you can tell he wants no part of this fight yeah <laughs> He just. But I think she it's just has like a he lawyer, and he just doesn't want to deal with it. Yeah. Well, I think that's probably Principal Moss's just like kind of general mo. He just wants to be left alone. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I don't care. You know, there's nothing in the Constitution about separation of church and garage. Why don't you make a haunted garage? Yeah, I guess I could do that. Nuh-uh, Uncle Hank. You could go to hell. Okay, so we're at home, and Peggy says that. uh Nothing is stopping Hank from being from starting a haunted garage. Yep, and so that that's that even ups the ante of the conflict between Luann and and Hank, and neither are budging or they're getting more entrenched in there. Yeah, thing. as usual in America, both sides are just digging in their heels. Yeah, and I, I love the line that uh, that Hank says or says it's not. Last time I checked, it wasn't Junie Harper's face in the stained glass window at Arlen First Methodist. <laughs> Which was a that's a fantastic point. Yeah. Which actually okay. So if you if you take everything that Junie Harper says, like I don't think that you can claim any sort of like doctrinal Christianity for her. Like she she no. actually almost is like a different religion or like a cult or a sect, right? Of something. And I think it would be like moralism is probably what she is. And she just kind of uses a lot of that stuff to like harass people or gain power, or feel important. And that kind of stuff. And so it is, like, I think he has a very, he has a very interesting point of saying that, like, she's elevating herself to the, like... The uh, morals police. Yeah, the morals police. And I, I think later in the episode, Hank, or not Hank, uh, Luann's talking to Bobby. And she says, I think I know who can help you. And the camera tilts up to the heavens and then <laughs> quickly goes down to the light pole where her, where her face is. And it yeah. kind of very, very... Uh, tellingly position like says that she's like trying to start her own like followers or start her own kind of cult of personality almost like yeah. a trump-esque <laughs> treats are only half of trick-or-treat it's time you learn to give as well as receive you're not gonna throw that are you bobby of course i am it's a sign of respect hey you know who could use little respect right now dale yeah so we get the pranking which yes yeah this is this is really great Similar to last episode, where you get John Redcorn lecturing Hank about taking something that isn't his, mm-hmm. and then Nancy calling him back into the bedroom. You get Hank 
he's like he's always trying to like get Bobby to do the right thing or talking about doing the right thing, but like pranking being kind of like a traditional thing that's done at Halloween or something that he's always done. It's like trying to fit that into his like system that he's been teaching Bobby. Right. There's like some friction and some clashes. <laughs> well, it's also interesting because you know, in most cases parents just sort of you know, parents aren't going to go and show kids how to teepee a house. Yeah. Or throw eggs at a house. Yeah. But Hank, it's such a big part of his childhood, he sees it as something he wants to share with Bobby. Yeah. Well, he, 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 he how he frames it is that teepeeing is a sign of respect. Right. <laughs> Which makes no sense. <laughs> yeah. And you know who needs some respect right now? <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. And then when Bobby says that. I don't know, Dad. This is vandalism. And vandalism isn't cool. He calls Bobby immature. <laughs> Did you ever TP a house? Not that I can think of. My friends and I were never organized enough for anything like that. <laughs> they do break the birdhouse, though. Oh yeah, which they do Bobby break the is really house. upset about later. Yeah, he sees he sees the birds trying to get in there. Yeah, <laughs> and they just like hit their beaks into the ground. <laughs> oh yeah, and as as she's looking for her cat Joshua, she comes out whenever she realizes that they've been uh, egging her house and gets in her car and runs over her cat yes which comes into play later uh but one thing i want to get back to is i <laughs> the uh TPing, like even bobby has trouble with like throwing the toilet paper roll it just like stays rolled up and then yep. when he throws the egg it's just like everything <laughs> goes wrong like he can't do anything like hand-eye coordination related yeah which is nothing new for bobby yeah they could have very easily not, not done that joke yeah i think that was really funny You know, I'm suddenly reminded of a Bible quote. Do unto others. Well, oh yeah, so, they, so they're running away because the cops come because they've been called. So Hank jumps over the fence, but yeah. Bobby can't quite Bobby make, can't it. make it. <laughs> he gets hung up, and so Hank pulls him back over. So the police show up at the door with Junie Harper, and she, I, I love how she says that. His antisocial behavior is the result of your whole family's anti-Christian values. Their antisocial behavior. That's a very like 1950s keep America American right. <laughs> type type thing. Their antisocial behavior by egging her house. Oh, I missed the line. I love the Bobby line of. <gasps> it's the fuzz. Oh yeah, that's such a 1960s reference. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, so like you have to imagine that he like stayed up late at yeah. night watching like old, old movies. Yeah. <laughs> like it's the fuzz. And I actually had a friend um, who looked exactly like Bobby Hill who would say this all the time. Yeah, really? I I think specifically quoting Bobby Hill. We actually called him Bobby Hill. I need to show you a picture of him. Like, clothes, everything. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Went all in. Yeah. No, I mean, he didn't, like, mean to. It just happened that way. And then we realized that one day we're like, oh my gosh. And now he's, like, super in shape and in the army. Oh. Playing tuba. Playing tuba. Yeah. Which tuba is an instrument Bobby would probably play. Yeah, I can see that. Or flute. <laughs> just, to, <laughs> just to make Hank... Uh... It's a nice jazz flute. <gasps> you hold it right there, Junie Harper. You are out of order. <laughs> I go to church too, and I have raffled and bingoed and bake-sailed my way as close to the good Lord as you. So do not try to one-up me, because I will one-up yours. I think one thing I really like about this episode is that a lot of times it's the, like normal kind of like non-believing person who are just like against the like crazy christian person but right. in this case it's like both both people are like part of this church and it's just like this person's crazy right and so it's it's not like 
because I feel like in TV, like a lot of Christians are painted as just like insane. Oh, totally. Yeah, and so it, it's nice that the protagonists are also like part of the same community. It's just like one of those persons is going off the rails. Right. It's not the crazy Christian person and then the like non-believing who's like, Could "You believe this guy?" Yeah. But it's no, you don't have. You know, you're not the only Christian in the room. Right. Yeah. Which also, I mean, like, the theology that this brings up here is also questionable. But. Oh, totally. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it's nice that they, uh, that there is, it's like, the dichotomy is a little bit different. Which, I, you know what, I mean, this has always kind of irked me. Because, like, I, I'm fine with, like, whatever, like, ridicule or whatever. But it's just, like, it's lazy. It's right. such lazy screenwriting. Whenever it's like, oh, and then it's the, the powerful, like conservative christian who keeps everyone from having fun and it's right or it's or it's the ned flanders yeah the ned flanders which actually if you like ned flanders is probably like the best person on the simpsons (laughs) as much as he's made fun of it's like right he's a fantastic neighbor you know and and homer's just the worst (laughs) it's like there's so many like like communities that like writers are like really intentional about getting to know and, like, kind of understanding, like, where they come from. Right. And, like, really trying to, like, honor all that kind of stuff. And none of that happens. Like, I, I think I think maybe the show's gotten closest would be Friday Night Lights. But even some of that kind of st- stuff is, like, maybe a little overdrawn. Like, as an American, I recognize that I am not, like, I'm not, like, persecuted yeah. for my beliefs. It's just, like, no. annoying and lazy. You know? It just kind of like, kind of like how people... Um, in the gay community would complain that how there was always like the evil queen or like the super flamboyant best friend right. who would go shopping with them. Right. It's kind of like that same, or it's the fat, dumb husband. Yeah. Fat, dumb yeah. husband, smart, uptight wife. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's just an annoying, lazy right. trope. The complacency of fools will destroy them. Proverbs. Get out of my house. Exodus. You're a regular Halloween hellraiser, just like your old man. <laughs> And I'm very disappointed in you. But here we get like a lot of mixed messages for Bobby because it's like pranking is wrong, but he's also been told that like this lady is is crazy, crazy, unhinged. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, he tells Luann, "I'll never use toilet paper in anger again." And here's where we have Luann really laying into Bobby that hank is a satanist <laughs> yeah oh yeah and her evidence for this is that uh ask if he's ever made him drink blood and he talks about how he made him eat liver right and i love all the flashbacks about yeah yeah with all the where are the vampires and monsters and ghosts you're a regular halloween hellraiser just like your old man it's just liver it's not gonna kill you <laughs> Because, like, every kid, if you gave him a chance, mm-hmm. you can think of a hundred ways their yeah. parents messed him up. Yeah, just, like, <laughs> horrible out-of-context Yeah, totally. Things, yeah. The vandalism upon my house can only be described as a hate crime. Somebody hates me. Let the record show that somebody hates Dale Gribble. Last night, my house was also attacked by Satanists. Yeah, but it's Bobby is coming over to the side that... Wondering if his dad is a Satanist, we, we cut to the uh, town hall meeting. Yeah, city council. City council, where Junie Harper blames her cat's death on Satanists. <laughs> yeah. And so that made, Halloween... That made her run over her that cat. That made her run over her cat. <laughs> and so uh, 
Oh yeah, which I, I I don't think we talked about, but I love how like Junie Harper's also the crazy cat lady. Yeah. Who like lives by herself and owns a cat. And, right. Yeah. Um But so there's a curfew imposed now on Halloween. Yeah, like I I, I can see her steamrolling the youth pastor and even the the school principal. Mm-hmm. How does she convince city council to just cancel Halloween? That seems crazy. I could see like bringing in the cat. I could see it. It's like she like the the audiences or like the people in the room are horrified. Yeah, and then that pressures the city council into maybe doing something. Yeah, or TV logic. Yeah, <laughs> she's got a lawyer. What are we gonna do? Yeah, <laughs> care what she does. Tomorrow night, I'm gonna teach Bobby the true meaning of Halloween, come hell or high water. Yeah, and this is, I guess. I didn't realize it until now, but this is almost like the uh, true meaning of Christmas or like the government is out to against Christmas, but it's for Halloween. Right. Because like you have a lot of those where it's like, oh, the government isn't the war well, on Christmas. It's a really subtle turn against the war on Halloween. Right. Which is a much more Texas thing because we, we definitely have like public buildings and stuff that have nativity scenes. Oh, what have we here? It's a young, unmarried couple who are about to let their hormones get the best of them. Uh Uh-oh. I guess the old saying is true. Sex kills. Oh, okay, so so it's on Halloween, and uh, Bobby and Luann are going to uh, the Hallelujah house, and and Bobby warns Luann that they... I heard Satanists like my dad always sacrifice virgins, so we both better be careful. Oh. Mm. <laughs> and Luann's like, yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I want to know, how are all these kids going to the Hallelujah house if there's a curfew on? Uh, I wonder if she got... <laughs> she has a lot of sway in that yeah. uh, city council. Special dispensation yeah. if you're uh, going to the Hallelujah house, apparently. So we get to the Hallelujah house, which is terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, we have the the two the couple sitting on the bench, who then we find out later dies. This is like it's a really like involved uh, little diorama that she's got. It's like the size of like a quarter of her. It takes up like a quarter of the space in her room and right. Well, like she's got, spinning. Yeah, and, live actors and yeah, a lot of she. I guess she like threatened and <laughs> threatened and coerced a lot of people into doing yeah. this. Uh, we also get the the grandpa being. A monkey because of evolution. Eating the baby. (laughs) All right, I took him to Junie Hopper's. He's a lot better off there. What are you talking about? Well, I think that it's better for a child to receive wholesome impressions from established religious authorities than participate in rituals that are conducted by people who really don't even know that they are pawns of the devil. Back of the house. Yeah, back of the house. Peggy's wondering where Bobby is. And Luann tells her that she's taken her to taken him to the Hallelujah House, and that's when Peggy tells her to leave the parenting to yeah, this is us the... because they uh, because they have a subscription to a parenting magazine. <laughs> well, this is by far the most forceful we've seen Peggy get with Luann because mm-hmm. usually yeah, Peggy's usually she's like all on apologizing her side. for Luann yeah, but she like super lays into her with this lecture on yeah, don't parent Bobby, that's our job. Yeah, I, yeah. I guess when it starts to affect Bobby, that's whenever she—that's like the one line that she won't let her cross. Right. So when Hank finds this out, he goes and puts on his old Halloween costume, <laughs> which costume. is super tight. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, and uh, it's kind of hilarious that 
that I think Hank, like you can see how Hank, how riled up Hank is because yeah, he's wearing this <laughs> incredibly embarrassing ridiculous costume. costume. Yeah. And he goes out and he protests by saying, trick or treat, trick or treat, trick or treat. Boomhauer comes out in his mime costume, which is yeah. hilarious because he just <laughs> continues talking. Yeah, the whole time. Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> Bill comes out in his ghost costume and yeah. rips it. Immediately. And then turns into a toga. And uh, Dale, <laughs> Dale's scary <laughs> Halloween character is a government lobbyist. Yeah, DC lobbyist. Yeah, peddling an influence. <laughs> yeah, and so like kind of the whole, the whole neighborhood of Rainy Street kind of congregates behind him. Oh, Rainy Street. Uh, there's a Rainy Street in Austin. And it's really Is there famous. a street called Rainy Street on King of the Hill? That's where they live. Oh, I didn't. I never knew. The I thought you were saying there's a Rainy Street in Austin. No, no, I've been to Rainy Street in Austin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so they live on Rainy Street. Oh, that's hilarious. I'm gonna have to cut you out there. People are gonna be like, I can't believe you didn't know you live on Rainy Street. I'm just gonna save you. I'm gonna <laughs> save you from that from that ridicule. Hey, I am not the King of the Hill expert. Yeah, that's I your guess, job. I guess I'm the. Yeah, I'll just be. <laughs> Okay, Susie, what's it going to take to get you to join the Hallelujah Club tonight? Look, you took the brownie. I didn't make you take the brownie. So as the neighborhood's approaching, we jump back into the house where these kids are now getting this super hard, like, used car sales pitch for Yeah, Jesus. that's what I wrote. I said it's like, it's like car buying. <laughs> totally. Yeah. And, and like, I didn't tell you to eat the brownie. You're the one that ate the brownie. Yeah. <laughs> super manipulative. Yeah. Did you ever do purity rings? No. Have you heard of like some of these purity ring, like father daughter purity ring dances? No, these are new to me. Super weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so like what they do is like they have like a father daughter purity ring dance, or, or like they have a uh, dance, and then they have a ceremony at the end, very similar to a wedding ceremony, where the daughters pledge to wait until marriage to have sex. Isn't that the just? That's a little creepy. Creepiest <laughs> thing you've ever heard of. I, I would refuse. I would pay money not to go to that with my daughter. I'd be like, we're not broaching the subject. Talk to your mother. <laughs> like, oh, gosh. Yeah, no, I think I was anti-authoritarian enough that some sort of signed pledge would be enough for me to be like, yeah, whatever, I'm out of here. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> but yeah, and I love how uh, Luann says that. Uh, Halloween is uh, Halloween is like a mousetrap, and fun is the cheese. <laughs> so it's great how you know Hank shows up to Junie's house and starts pulling all these gags. You know, yeah, uh, pulling out the heart, pulling out the heart, pulling out the eye, and that's what sort of gets the kids to turn on her. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, and then we get the shot of uh, on one shoulder. We have Junie Harper dressed like an angel, and we have Hank dressed like a. <laughs> The right. devil and and Bobby's trying to make the decision about which way to go and he decides that he just he doesn't care about the candy he just wants to hang out with his dad yeah so we get the the good old King of the Hill emotional resolution followed by the honesty of hey dad I was just kidding before I care about candy <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah I think that's the end of the episode yeah but how would you rank this. Uh, I'd rank this one really high. I say this is like seven eighths or a full tank. Yeah, it's a. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna give this the blue flame of valor. I think this is a <laughs> legacy episode. I yeah, I think this is probably one of some of the best that King of the Hill has to offer. Yeah. Um, I really like this. I think probably just. I mean, one of the things I like about this is just like 
touches on so many of those things that I experienced throughout my life and comments right. on them. And it's just, yeah, it's great. It's hilarious. Lots of good jokes, lots of good commentary, lots of good like character arcs and character dynamics. And yeah, just kind of hitting on all cylinders. Definitely. Are you checking the Reddit? Feedback. Feedback, back, 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 back. So from Reddit, we got several people uh, pulling out lines from this episode. Someone whose name I don't want to read. I know. <laughs> Just look <looking> at that. <laughs> this person who wants you to personal message them something. Uh, talks Quotes the line where uh, Junie Harper says, Satan be gone! Homer 344. Boomhauer, grab Hagatha. There's only room for one witch in here. Oh, yeah, and we, we get the uh, SCSM 35 gets the, the scripture joust that they yes. had with it. The complacency of fools will destroy them. Proverbs. Get out of my house. Exodus. Snacky Onassis said, Ugh, hallelujah house. I don't live in Texas. I'm in Florida. But I've learned to be very careful of asking kids at the library I work at uh, what they were for Halloween. I've heard, we went to a Jesus Loves You party and flat out, we don't celebrate Halloween. I feel so bad for those kids. Hank being accused of being a Satanist and then having a bad devil costume is hilarious, though. I would say that even, nine, I would say like 95% of those like non-Halloween parties are nowhere near what is depicted in this episode no yeah i mean at least what i've experienced even in like and i would say it was pretty like pretty conservative yeah yeah i mean especially now i'd be really surprised well uh if you have any feedback you want to send us uh kings of the hill podcast at gmail.com k-o-t-h underscore podcast on twitter uh check us out on facebook at kings of the hill Kings of the Hill podcast. Kings of the Hill podcast. Yep. And uh, we're on the Reddit page. Uh, our King of the... And we're on the King of the Hill Reddit page as well, where we post every week. Yeah, and we are KOTH underscore podcast on Reddit. Uh, and also, just give us a give us a, a five-star review, and we'll uh, give you a shout-out or something. Yep. <laughs> Not yeah, like rev- reviews on iTunes are great. Uh, they help push the show up in the rankings and help other people find us. Yeah. So cool. Thanks guys. See you next week. Have a good week. We blew our budget fighting wheelchair ramps and left-handed scissors.